Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Law School of America. Promissory Estoppel. The doctrine of promissory estoppel prevents one party from withdrawing a promise made to a second party if the latter has reasonably relied on that promise. A promise made without consideration is generally not enforceable. It is known as a bare or gratuitous promise. Thus, if a car salesman promises a potential buyer not to sell a certain car over the weekend, but does so, the promise cannot be enforced. But should the car salesman accept from the potential buyer even one penny in consideration for the promise, the promise will be enforceable in court by the potential buyer. Estoppel extends the court's purview even to cases where there is no consideration, though it is generally not a sort, not a basis on which to initiate a lawsuit. In English jurisprudence, the doctrine of promissory estoppel was first developed in Hughesby Metropolitan Railway Company but was lost for some time until it was resurrected by Denning J. in the controversial case of Central London Property Trust Limited v. High Trees House Limited. Promissory estoppel requires 1. An unequivocal promise by words or conduct. 2. Evidence that there is a change in position of the promisee as a result of the promise, reliance but not necessarily to their detriment, and 3. Inequity if the promiser were to go back on the promise. In general, estoppel is a shield not a sword it cannot be used as the basis of an action on its own. It also does not extinguish rights. In High Trees the plaintiff company was able to restore payment of full rent from early 1945 and could have restored the full rent at any time after the initial promise was made provided a suitable period of notice had been given. In this case, the estoppel was applied to a negative promise, that is, one where party promises not to enforce full rights. Estoppel is an equitable, as opposed to common law, construct and its application is therefore discretionary. In the case of DNC Builders v. Reese, the courts refused to recognize a promise to accept a part payment of £300 on a debt of £482 on the basis that it was extracted by duress. In Coombe v. Coombe, Denning elaborated on the equitable nature of estoppel by refusing to allow its use as a sword by an ex wife to extract funds from the destitute husband. The general rule is that when one party agrees to accept a lesser sum in full payment of a debt, the debtor has given no consideration, and so the creditor is still entitled to claim the debt in its entirety. This is not the case if the debtor offers payment at an earlier date than was previously agreed, because the benefit to the creditor of receiving payment early can be thought of as consideration for the promise to waive the rest of the debt. This is the rule formulated in Pinnell's case, and affirmed in Folks v. Beer. The decision of the Court of Appeal in Collier v. P. and M. J. Wright, Holdings, Limited suggests that the doctrine of promissory estoppel can now operate to mitigate the harshness of this common law rule. Moreover, Arden L.J. held that allowing a creditor to renege on his promise to forbear seeking the balance of a debt in return for part payment would be, in and of itself, inequitable. Therefore, the only reliance that the promisee must demonstrate is the actual making of the part payment. This approach has been criticized as doing violence to the principle set down in Hughes and the extent to which the other members of the court, namely Longmore L.J., agreed with it is uncertain. United States. Equitable Estoppel. Equitable estoppel is the American counterpart to estoppel by representation. 
Its elements are summarized as Facts misrepresented or concealed Knowledge of true facts Fraudulent intent Inducement and reliance Injury to complainant, and Clear, concise, unequivocal proof of actus, not by implication. For example, in Aspects Eyewear v. Clarity Eyewear, eyeglass frame maker Aspects sued competitor Clarity for patent infringement. Aspects waited three years, without responding to a request that it list the infringed patent claims, before asserting its patent in litigation. During this period, Clarity expanded its marketing and sales of the products. The Federal Circuit found that Aspects misled Clarity to believe it would not enforce its patent, and thus has stopped Aspects from proceeding with the suit. Another example of equitable estoppel is the case of Sakharan Ganesh Pandit, an Indian emigrant employer who was granted American citizenship in 1914 due to his designation as white. Subsequently, Pandit bought property, was admitted to the California bar, married a white woman, and renounced his rights to property and inheritance in British India. Following the Supreme Court case United States v. Tind, which found that Indians were considered non-white, and in which Pandit represented the applicant, Bhagat Singh Tind, the U.S. government moved to strip Pandit of his illegally procured citizenship. Pandit successfully challenged the denaturalization, arguing that under equitable estoppel, he would be unjustly harmed by losing his citizenship, as it would cause him to become stateless, lose his profession as a lawyer, and make his marriage illegal. In U.S. v. Pandit, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit upheld Pandit's citizenship, ending denaturalization processes against him and other Indian Americans. Promissory Estoppel In many jurisdictions of the United States, promissory estoppel is an alternative to consideration as a basis for enforcing a promise. It is also sometimes called detrimental reliance. The American Law Institute in 1932 included the principle of estoppel into Section 90 of the Restatement of Contracts, stating, a promise which the promiser should reasonably expect to induce action or forbearance of a definite and substantial character on the part of the promisee and which does induce such action or forbearance is binding if injustice can be avoided only by enforcement of the promise. Restatement, second, removed the requirement that the detriment be substantial. However, equitable estoppel is distinct from promissory estoppel. Promissory estoppel involves a clear and definite promise while equitable estoppel involves only representations and inducements. The representations at issue in promissory estoppel go to future intent, while equitable estoppel involves statement of past or present fact. It is also said that equitable estoppel lies in tort, while promissory estoppel lies in contract. The major distinction between equitable estoppel and promissory estoppel is that the former is available only as a defense, while promissory estoppel can be used as the basis of a cause of action for damages. 28 a.m. Jur 2 d estoppel and waiver section 34. Suppose that B goes to a store and sees a sign that the price of a radio is $10. B tells the shopkeeper that he will get the money and come back later that day to purchase it, there is no discussion of price. The shopkeeper says that when B returns, he will welcome B as a customer, unless he sells all three of his radios first. Hearing this, B goes and sells his watch for $10, it was really worth $15, but since B wanted the money right away, he chose not to wait for the best price. When B returns, the sign says $11, and the owner tells B that he has raised the price. In equity, can you argue that the shopkeeper is estopped by conduct? B relied upon the implied representation that a radio would be sold for $10 when he returned with the money, B has sold his watch at a discount, to his detriment. 
This element would be absent if B sold the watch at the market price, but the shopkeeper did not guarantee to hold one of the radios against the possibility of B's return nor did they agree a fixed price. In some common law jurisdictions, a promise by the shopkeeper to hold a specific radio would create a binding contract, even if B had to go for the money. A promise to pay the owner in the future is good consideration if it is made in exchange for a promise to sell a specific radio. One from three is probably sufficiently specific, one promise in exchange for a second promise creates equal value. So, the shopkeeper's actual words and knowledge are critical to deciding whether either a contract or an estoppel arises. The drafters of the second restatement debated how to calculate the amount of damages flowing from a promissory estoppel, using the following example, a young man's uncle promises to give him $1,000 to buy a car. The young man buys a car for $500 but the uncle refuses to pay any money. Is the young man entitled to $1,000, the amount promised, or merely $500, the amount he actually lost? The restatement states that the remedy granted for breach may be limited as justice requires, leaving quantification to the discretion of the court. Other estoppels. Pais. Estoppel in pais, literally by act of notoriety, or solemn formal act is the historical root of common law estoppel by representation and equitable estoppel. The terms estoppel in pais and equitable estoppel are used interchangeably in American law. Convention. Estoppel by convention in English law, also known as estoppel by agreement, occurs where two parties negotiate or operate a contract but make a mistake. If they share an assumption, belief, or understanding of the contract's interpretation or legal effect, then they are bound by it, if, citation needed one. They both knew the other had the same belief, and 2. They both based their subsequent dealings on those beliefs. Estoppel by convention is most commonly invoked if one party wishes to rely on pre-contract negotiation as an aid to construction of the contract. It is debatable whether estoppel by convention is a separate estoppel doctrine, or merely a case of reliance-based estoppel. Estoppel by representation would be its most frequent form, or of the rule of interpretation that where words in a contract are ambiguous, one always interprets those words so as to give effect to the actual intentions of the parties even if that would not be the usual legal outcome, see Amalgamated Investment and Property Company Limited v. Texas Commerce International Bank Limited QB84. Acquiescence. Estoppel by acquiescence may arise when one person gives a legal warning to another based on some clearly asserted facts or legal principle, and the other does not respond within a reasonable period of time. By acquiescing, the other person is generally considered to have lost the legal right to assert the contrary. As an example, suppose that Jill has been storing her car on Jack's land with no contract between them. Jack sends a registered letter to Jill's legal address, stating, I am no longer willing to allow your car to stay here for free. Please come get your car or make arrangements to pay me rent for storing it. If you do not do so, within 30 days, I will consider the car abandoned and will claim ownership of it. If you need more time to make arrangements, please contact me within 30 days, and we can work something out. If Jill does not respond, she may be said to have relinquished her ownership of the car, and estoppel by acquiescence may prevent any court from invalidating Jack's actions of registering the car in his name and using it as his own. Now a word from our sponsor. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Law School of America. Contractual. The law relating to contractual estoppel, in English law, was summarized in PK Intermark Limited v Australia and New Zealand Banking Group Limited UCA Civ 386. There is no reason in principle why parties to a contract should not agree that a certain state of affairs should form the basis for the transaction, whether it be the case or not. For example, it may be desirable to settle a disagreement as to an existing state of affairs in order to establish a clear basis for the contract itself and its subsequent performance. Where parties express an agreement of that kind in a contractual document neither can subsequently deny the existence of the facts and matters upon which they have agreed, at least so far as concerns those aspects of their relationship to which the agreement was directed. The contract itself gives rise to an estoppel, deed. Estoppel by deed is a rule of evidence arising from the status of a contract signed under seal. Such agreements, called deeds, are more strictly enforced than ordinary contracts and the parties are expected to take greater care to verify the contents before signing them. Hence, once signed, all statements of fact, usually found in the opening recital which sets out the reasons for making the deed, are conclusive evidence against the parties who are estopped from asserting otherwise. Conflict Estoppel one who by his speech or conduct has induced another to act in a particular manner ought not be permitted to adopt an inconsistent position, attitude or course of conduct may not be adopted to loss or injury of another. For example, as between two or more claimants, a party that takes multiple and inconsistent legal positions is estopped to assert its positions against another consistent and certain claim, for example, preferential treatment for certain over uncertain claims. Issue Estoppel Issue Estoppel more commonly known as issue preclusion, prevents, in some cases, an issue that has already been litigated and decided on the merits from being relitigated, even when the parties are different. In the world of crime, some cases have achieved notoriety, for example, in the Birmingham Six Saga, the House of Lords ruled in Hunter v. Chief Constable of the West Midlands Police, 1982, that issue estoppel applied. Lord Diplock said, concerns the inherent power which any court of justice must possess to prevent misuse of its procedure in a way which, although not inconsistent with the literal application of its procedural rules, would nevertheless be manifestly unfair to a party to litigation before it, or would otherwise bring the administration of justice into disrepute among right-thinking people. A variant of issue estoppel also precludes a party from bringing a claim in subsequent proceedings which ought properly to have been brought as part of earlier legal proceedings. In other countries, Australia. The doctrine of promissory estoppel was adopted into Australian law in Legion e v. Haitley. However, the plaintiffs were unsuccessful in that case because the reliance was unreasonable and the promise not unequivocal. Australian law has now gone beyond the position espoused in the English High Trees case, to cases where there is no pre-existing legal relationship between the two parties, and promissory estoppel can be wielded as a sword, not just as a shield. Mason C.J. and Wilson J. and Walton's stores, Interstate, Limited v. Mar held that if estoppel is proven, it gives rise to an equity in favor of the plaintiff, and the court will do the minimum equity that is just in the circumstances.
From this case, it is also possible for the promise to come from silence or inaction. Stated by Brennan J. in Walton's stores. To establish an equitable estoppel, it is necessary for the plaintiff to prove that 1. The plaintiff assumed that a particular legal relationship would exist between them, and in the latter case, that the defendant would not be free to withdraw from that expected legal relationship. 2. The defendant has induced the plaintiff to adopt that assumption or expectation. 3. The plaintiff acts or abstains from acting in reliance on the assumption or expectation. 4. The defendant knew or intended him to do so. 5. The plaintiff's action or inaction will occasion detriment if the assumption of expectation is not fulfilled. And 6. The defendant has failed to act to avoid that detriment whether by fulfilling the assumption or expectation of otherwise. Although there is some debate as to whether unconscionability is an element that English courts need to take into account when considering estoppel by representation of fact, the Australian courts clearly do. This element is satisfied if one party encourages the other party to create assumptions that lead to reliance. Today, the principle of estoppel may give birth to an enforceable obligation even without a consideration under the following conditions. 1. Promise. 2. Dishonest behavior of the promiser. 3. Special relationship between the promiser and the promisee, for example, duty of information, and 4. Irreversible change of position on the part of the promisee. When enforcing an estoppel, Australian courts will look to the impact that enforcement will have on others, especially third parties. Relief in estoppel thus remains discretionary, and will not always be granted based on the expectation of the plaintiff. The status of estoppel by representation of fact is less clear in Australia. Two seminal decisions purport to fuse common law and equitable estoppels into a single unified doctrine, but the New South Wales Court of Appeal continues to treat estoppel by representation at common law as distinct from equitable estoppel. This can be significant in deciding which court has jurisdiction to adjudicate on the issue. Whilst there also exists a doctrine of proprietary estoppel, the High Court of Australia merged this doctrine with the doctrine of promissory estoppel by virtue of their similar criteria. Nonetheless, authority for the doctrine of proprietary estoppel indicates that if a landlord allows a licensee to expend money on the land under an expectation created or encouraged by the landlord that he or she will be able to remain there, and the licensee suffers a detriment in relying on that expectation, an equity arises in the licensee such as to entitle him slash her to stay. Where a proprietary estoppel is found to exist, the court does not have to grant the plaintiff a proprietary interest in the land subject to the dispute. It may instead make an order that the plaintiff receive equitable compensation. India. Section 115 of the Indian Evidence Act defines estoppel, when one person has, by his declaration, act or omission, intentionally caused or permitted another person to believe a thing to be true and to act upon such belief, neither he nor his representative shall be allowed, in any suit or proceeding between himself and such person or his representative, to deny the truth of that thing. So, for instance, if A intentionally and falsely leads B to believe that certain land belongs to A, and thereby induces B to buy and pay for it, and only later does A acquire the land, then A is not allowed to argue to avoid the sale on the ground that, at the time of the sale, he had no title. The doctrine of estoppel is based on the principle that consistency in word and action imparts certainty and honesty to human affairs. If a person makes a representation to another, on the faith of which the latter acts, to his prejudice, the former cannot recant the representation. However, estoppel has no application to representations made regarding the fundamental rights conferred by the Constitution of India the source of all laws, which exists not only to benefit individuals but to secure collective rights. 
Thus, no one can barter away the freedoms conferred upon him by the Constitution. A concession made by him in a proceeding, whether under a mistake of law or otherwise, that he does not possess or will not enforce any particular fundamental right, cannot stop him, as enforcing estoppel would defeat the purpose of the Constitution. The Law School of America This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America. (laughs) 